Calling all creators, welcome to the Creator Landscape Podcast, the podcast that connects you with the most successful creators and industry leaders in the business. And now, please welcome your host, Jake Pearson. Welcome back to the podcast where we explore the creator economy and how you can succeed in it. Our guest today is Gordon Firemark, the podcast lawyer. Now, Gordon has been in the entertainment and media industry for about 30 or so years, maybe even a little bit longer, as you would say, advising and representing creators and creative businesses on how to effectively share their messages to make an impact and spread their influence without undue risk or liability. Gordon, pleasure to have you here today. Thanks, Jake. It's great to be here. I have so many questions, but I want to start with Gordon. Why do you love the entertainment and media space? What drew you to it? You know, I, I got I got attached to the entertainment industry at a very young age. I was about five years old, kindergarten. I went to a K through twelve school, and and uh, the high school kids were doing a production of Oliver, and uh, the kindergarten class they took us into the to see the production, uh, the rehearsal. And when those lights went on and the curtain went up and the sound and the music, I got hooked and I never let go. And I got uh, attached to theater and then moved into radio, TV, and film when I was in college. And, uh, I, you know, I just love the medium. I love the, the getting the message out, the, the impact you can have with these powerful tools. But ultimately, it's the people, the creative energy that people bring to doing this stuff really excites me and uh, invigorates me. And I just, uh, I, I never had the talent to be the on-camera guy. Well, I mean, here I am on camera, but, uh, you know, I, I always uh, want to be a part of it. So uh, I apply my aptitudes and help folks with the business and, uh, and the, you know, the legal side of things so they can be safe. And that allows them to be bold and really get that stuff out there. Hmm. What are you, what are you seeing in the space with, creators creatives and are you seeing any mistakes that are currently been made in the industry by these people running podcasts well mistakes you know if you have something to say you got to get out and say it mm -hmm. uh even if there's not much of an audience for it but I'll, mm -hmm. one mistake that i made that i think a lot of creators make at the beginning is they make the kind of content that they think well that they want that they appreciate and they don't think very hard about, does this help me achieve my goals? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you ultimately, uh, like with any kind of, if you're in it for marketing and sales, you've got to solve a problem that your intended consumers actually have and want to solve <clears throat> and can afford to pay you to help solve. <laughs> so you got to make your content with those kinds of uh, goals in mind. When I created my first podcast, Entertainment Law Update, which is still going strong 15 years later, mm -hmm. um, we created a show by lawyers for other lawyers on the subject of what's going on in the field of entertainment law. So rather than telling customers and clients who we are and how we can help them and those kinds of things, we are teaching our competition, <laughs> to, training our competition. And uh, it's been good because, it, you know, there's, there's plenty of business to go around and we get referrals as a consequence from our, our uh, colleagues in the, in the industry. But maybe could have done a better job of being a little more client focused uh, on the front end of that. And over 15 years, I'm sure you would have noticed some incredibly different trends through the creative and entertainment space with your, the longevity that you've been, you've been running this podcast. 
What's the biggest lesson that you've learned through that is outside of what we mentioned before with, you know, show up with an intent of teaching an ideal customer something so you can sell them something. What What is something that sticks out to you across those 15 years? Well, I'll say that the biggest tip I can give is create systems for yourself that make it easy to show up and do it over and over, you know, do it right from episode to episode. So it isn't a bit of pulling teeth. So, you know, sometimes that's just a matter of having the microphone already hooked up and ready to go. So when the spirit catches you or when it's time to make that episode, you don't have to spend an hour setting up your gear. Mm-hmm. Um, having systems in place for how we create the outlines that we work from and the, the plan of action that we use, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a process. Having those processes really makes the, the consistency easier. And that's huge. But showing up and being consistent is what the audience sees. And that, look, you want them to trust you. You want them to know I'm going to be here with information you can count on. Every We do a monthly show. So every month, mm-hmm. first Wednesday of the month, bang, we're going to have you a new show. And uh, that seems to really make a difference for people. And what kind of risks do you reckon you're seeing new podcasters or new podcasters and creators taking when they first start sharing their message in the space that could easily be avoided? Well, as a lawyer, I am always looking at the risks that, that creators are, are addressing. And, uh, mm. you know, somewhat genre dependent, depending on the kind of show you do. But if you're talking about other people, you might say something that hurts their reputation and you might have a, a libel suit on your hands. Or you invade somebody's privacy by revealing something that they don't want the public to know. Or you are talking to, you know, this is the one that comes up often is you, you, you've got a guest on your show and the guest is talking about their life experience. And in the course of it, they mention their ex-husband or their ex-wife who, uh, you know, and then somewhere else they're talking about it and they, well, I'm a victim of domestic violence or something like that. Now the audience has got this picture that ex-husband is a beat, is a, a spousal abuser or something like that. And that may not have, you know, anyway, so those are the kinds of things that uh, we need to be thoughtful about. Um, when you're recording people, you need consent. And yes, there's an implicit consent by showing up to be recorded on the microphone. But what are you going to do with that content? Where's it going to go? Am I going to get a chance to tell you what to edit out or, or take it down altogether? All of those kind of things. So, um, I would say my, my big crusade is for podcasters that are, or, and any kind of media creators that are having guests on their programs, uh, you want to have a release, a written document with your guest that outlines who owns it and what to get to do with it. And, and that nobody, you know, you're not getting paid and those kinds of things. So there can never be any finger pointing later on. Now that makes a lot more sense. So in terms of like, I, let's go like back to the podcasting or being sure. a guest. Is there any good practice for appearing on another platform legally should be should you be signing a document like a release form that entitles hey i'm allow you to use my name image and likeness however i don't know the words to say it yeah properly but in you perpetuity can get irrevocable yeah. there's a lot of those words that we lawyers throw around yeah mm-hmm. um i i'm like i said it's my crusade every every guest on a show should sign a release mm-hmm. the podcaster is the one who should present them with that agreement to sign. And I make it very easy. I've got a free podcast guest release that you can uh, download. Go to podcastrelease.com. And uh, it's U.S. tailored. So if you're not in the U.S., you may want to pull out the language about specific to, you know, U.S. copyright law. But Mm -hmm. basically that template should work. And uh, 
what a lot of folks do is they build it into the booking mechanism. So if you're going to go to a, a calendar link to select a day and time to do the, the recording session, you can have it, you know, present, here's the text of this agreement. Do you agree? Check yes and type your name or whatever kind of digital manifestation of agreement you can get. And, uh, that is, yeah, it's, it, that's the, the way to do it. You want mm -hmm. the clarity, you want the, um, specificity of the terms being laid out. Mm. So I've got a scenario I want to pitch to you and it mm -hmm. probably, we've already covered it, but I just wanted to reword in a different way. Let's say a creator wants to, is doing a brand deal with their favorite brand of all time. Now I'm so excited. And the brand representative, whoever the brand manager is, asks them, uh, let's say, Jake, do you agree to the terms that I've outlined in this contract? And this is via email. And I type back, I agree, hit send. Is that, is that written? Is that enough to say that in, over email that I've consented to the terms of the contract and that I've insinuated that I've read them? Great question. It can be. Um, if the email or the chain of email is enough to show all of the necessary terms in the contract, you know, contract yep. isn't binding unless it has certain essential terms, the who, the what, the where, the how, the why. And if all those terms are covered in the email and one person says, yes, I agree, then yeah, you have a contract. It's not a written, it's not a formal written contract with wet ink on the signature line, but it is a contract. Uh, As we, we sort of get close to tying out this episode and hasn't even been close to 30 minutes yet. So that's a lot of time to be a, in the entertainment sort of media space. What matters the most when it comes to creating quality content? What matters the most when it comes to creating quality content, I would say would be uh, being deliberate, intentionality about what you're doing. Uh, a lot of creators, I think, just create sort of willy-nilly for the sake of creation because they've got the itch. And that's great, but being a little more deliberate, being a little more focused on what you're doing and why you're doing it will make a big difference in the quality of your output. So it's great to be consistent. It's great to have a show or something that you do every week or every month or whatever. But if it's not good, nobody's going to care. So being thoughtful, mindful about what you're doing and why and for whom, uh, I think makes a big difference. Yeah, I think it really, I, it really speaks to the ask yourself why. Yeah. What is the intention behind this show? And I, I've, I've run multiple podcasts mm -hmm. now, and this is, I think, my third show that I'm hosting. My previous show, What Makes You Happy, I, I was only doing it to sort of speak to other people and ask what made them happy. There wasn't uh, outside of that. The, the intention wasn't to grow it into something ridiculously huge mm -hmm. or to make me any money. Uh, maybe outside of potentially starting turning into a free book, uh, a book or something. I don't even know how. But the there was a different intention to the previous podcast, which was a health and fitness podcast, which was to sign fitness-based clients in my online fitness business at the time. So there's a different intention between the two, if I could give that example to those listening. But yeah, you know, with some of my coaching clients, I, I do an exercise. I call it the seven-layer dip, where I ask the question, why? Why do you do what you do? And then when they give me an answer, I'll ask, well, why, do you do, why is that the case? And then keep digging why, why, why until you get to the real reason. And a lot of people a lot of times people haven't even really been honest with themselves about that real reason or that real motivation for, for 
maybe not doing the things they should be doing. So it's a really good exercise to, to dig into. And I think, you know, if you, when you find that if you're doing something to, with the purpose of service, uh, that, that is the kind of thing that has the potential to light you up when you're doing it just to make money. I, why do you go to work every day? Well, I got to get, I got to put food on the table. I've got to keep the rent paid. Yeah, that's not a great reason for, uh, to have a particular career. It, it, some people work to live, but uh, most of us, you know, we want to find work that fulfills and serves our need to play our role in society and, and in the culture. And um, so, it, yeah, it's important to be asking those kinds of questions from time to time and, and uh, yeah, not being afraid of the answers. That's the other thing. You got to be fearless. I think we'll leave it with that. Gordon, thank you so much for, for sharing your insights into the creator landscape, all things, you know, law and undue risk and how to avoid risk and how to protect yourself in the creative space. I've definitely learned a lot and I hope that the creators and the creative professionals have also taken a bunch of way. Uh, where can people connect with you to, to listen to your shows? Do you have like one, like a one website that people can just click on and go follow everything there? I think about it now. I don't think I have one website, but the 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 main clearinghouse for my stuff is GordonFireMark.com. So that's pretty easy. It's G O R D O N F I R E M A R K, just like it sounds. GordonFireMark.com, and uh, uh, you can always find me on social media, G Firemark on YouTube and Facebook and LinkedIn and and those kinds of places. And uh, most of what I'm doing is visible there. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Gordon. Really appreciate your time today. Jake, thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun. I'm grateful. Thanks for tuning in to the Creator Landscape, the podcast by Creatorland. Don't forget to join Creatorland today and connect with like-minded professionals and creators in the creator economy.